If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Headlines is brought to you by Don't take risks, use a condom every time. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out Malaya one time. Some spices, yes, I can. Tonight on Join News Prime, the woes of Galamse Queen Aisha Huang may not be over yet as the Attorney General's office contemplates a move to seek a harsher punishment. Also, alleged witches at the Ghani witch camp angry at President Ekofado for refusing to assent to the anti witchcraft bill. We left our case at Grand. Meanwhile, Medina MP accuses President Akufuado of seeking to frustrate the work of Parliament after he refused to sign into law three bills passed by the House. It baffles me that the President citing constitutional issues. So all this, where has the President been? All these constitutional issues have not been with us. I believe that... Also, resident of Efutu in the central region kick against what they claim is the granting of lease and concession to the Green Metal Resources Limited to mine in the globally protected and recognized Winneba Pomazi Ramsar site. 
It is our cultural heritage, part of our spiritual being, and we vehemently protest any person or group of persons who attempt to desecrate the sanctity of this sacred forest. We have details as if Uchu MP and Deputy Majority Leader refutes claims a forest in his constituency has been sold for the mining of lithium. This allegation is false. It's never true. And in fact, the Minerals Commission, two years ago, issued a statement to the effect that such an application has not even been received. And it's a hand over to Emma Davis to bring you prime business. And financial analyst Sarah Amkawa expresses doubt government will get China's buy-in to restructure its debt by the end of this week. I, I am not sure it is feasible. If uh, we are supposed to do these things by uh, the first week of November, and we've not done it, and they've been telling us next week we'll have it, next week we'll have it, we, we might not meet that particular deadline. We may be able to go to next year. And later, Razak Musbah will be joining you with Prime Sports. Well, after five years of absence, Ghana's Black Queen secure qualification for next year's Women's African Cup of Nations tournament in Morocco. We hear from head coach Nora Hopter, who is already looking forward to the tournament. We are your home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. Please stay for details. Join News Prime Headlines was brought to you by don't take risks use a condom every time and thanks to malatu i kicked out malaya one time some spices yes MP for Medina, Francis Xavier Sosu says President Akufuado is seeking to frustrate the work of Parliament with his refusal to sign into law three bills passed by the House. Two amendments to the Criminal and Other Offences Act to criminalize the accusation of witchcraft and abolish the death penalty, as well as the Wildlife Resources Bill, will all return to Parliament after the President raised constitutional issues regarding their passage. Kwekwasante has more in the following report. Yesterday, President Ekufuado wrote to Parliament signifying his refusal to sign into law three bills that had been passed by this House in July of this year. According to the President, some of the bills infringed on the Constitution of the Republic, and that is why he's unable to sign them into law. Francis Xavier Susu, who sponsored two of those bills, is not happy. He's accusing the president of opportunistically interpreting Article 108 of the Constitution. Now, let me place in, uh, on, uh, on, on, on record that Article 108, that has often been cited as a limit on private members bringing bills, has nothing to do with the president's obligation to sign bills that have been passed by the Parliament of Ghana. It only regulates the process of Parliament so that when the one presiding, in his opinion, believes that a bill may have a charge on the consolidated fund, the one presiding will then say that he will not admit those bills or not admit those motions. But when the motion has appropriately been admitted, has gone through all the processes, and have been passed into law, 
it would be really incongruous for a sitting president to say that because he believes that it may, it may cause a charge. Remember that when an act is passed, it becomes an act of parliament. And every act that is passed by this house is supposed to impl be implemented by the executive. And it would definitely have some financial implication anyway. So it is a wrong application and wrong interpretation of Article 108 that I believe that uh, on this note, the president got wrong. He also says the president is seeking to frustrate the conduct of business in parliament. So for me, it baffles me that the president is citing constitutional issues. So all this, where has the president been? All these constitutional issues have not been with us. I believe that what the president is doing is a deliberate effort to frustrate the, the laws that have been passed by this parliament. And it is very, very untenable. It's unacceptable. I don't believe that it's a good practice that will aid our democracy. Maybe because I am an opposition member of parliament introducing these bills. Remember that this parliament will continue to exist. In the future, we are developing the, 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 the jurisprudence of parliament where private members can actively engage in bringing very important legislations that will change the course of this country. Tomorrow, if there are other members of parliament that believe that there are, strongly believe that there are aspects of our laws that must be reformed, and they bring them, go through all the processes, and get them passed, another president would then say that I'm not interested in assenting to this bill because perhaps it wasn't introduced by somebody from my side. And in my view, that would undermine our democracy. And that is why I seek to bring this strongly to your view. Remember that this year, during the, um, the 42nd Universal Peer Review in Geneva, the Attorney General, Honorable Gofedami, referred to these bills as Ghana's effort to advancing human rights in Ghana. And because he referred to these bills earlier this year, in October 10th this year, Ghana was given a seat or was voted to be given a seat at the Human Rights Council at the UN. So you cannot, you know, pretend to the international community that, oh, these laws are good laws. They've been passed by the Parliament of Ghana on one breath. You now get a seat at the Human Rights Council. Then you turn around and say that I'm not ready to assent to them uh, because they have constitutional issues. Which constitutional issues? Well, according to the president, he will let government introduce these bills into parliament because a private member doing so will infringe on Article 108 of the Constitution. We expect that to happen as soon as practicable because of the united position in parliament as regards to these three bills, particularly the bill relating to the abolishment of the death penalty and the bill that prescribes the conduct of witch finders and also prescribes the accusation of witchcraft by any means whatsoever in any part of the country. Reporting for Joy News, Kukua Sante, Parliament House, Accra. Well, alleged witches at Nani Witch Camp in the northern region are unhappy with the president for refusing to assent to the anti-witchcraft accusation bill. When the president assents to the bill, it is expected to protect many vulnerable women who are victims of witchcraft accusations. Sontaba, a non-governmental organization that empowers women, informed the alleged witches on the progress of the bill and the women are displeased. Listen.
May the coming generation not experience what we are experiencing. May God bless you for fighting for us. Upon hearing this from you, it makes us tearful. May God bless you. As we are speaking now, our children haven't made any progress in life rather than moving backwards. What are we selling here? Absolutely nothing. When my child wrote PEC, they placed there at Sapopa Senior High School only for my accusers to send me here within that same period. Because of that, she did not continue with the education. We left our kids and grandchildren. They here all alone and nobody pays us a visit, not to talk of bringing us any gifts. Laminato Adam joins us live via Zoom for more on this. Grateful to you for um, uh, joining us now. She is with uh, Son Taba, the organization that has been at the forefront of this uh, struggle. Now, grateful that you could join us here. What else did the women say when you met them? Evening. I bring you greetings from uh, the Ngani camp. I actually just arrived from there. Um, well, they are, uh, they are one, you know, excited about the bill, but they are also sad that this is a bill that should not have wasted time. They think that the president should have already signed it. I mean, these are women who do not understand, you know, constitutional and, you know, legal issues. They think that no matter the legal issues, what is affecting people's life, livelihoods, and their entire development, this is something that they, they urge the president to have signed it already. Mm -hmm. Now, you have been there, you've met them. How is the situation at the camp as, 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 as you went there, as you saw? Well, um, as for the camp, anytime you are there, there's that sadness that befalls you because these are women who are very old, very aged, and they should have been with family. They need family support, you know, but they leave home and they are here. And and what I see when I when I, whenever I go there is that sadness, the depression, you know, that involves them. So this call is a genuine call mm. they think that what has befallen them should not be for any other woman and this is the opportunity that they have so that mm. other women do not suffer their fate mm. you have been there the president hasn't if the president is watching you now what message would you carry to him from the people because you've met them just today one of the messages the people said was that their president and all duty bearers have a responsibility towards their protection. And it is now the president tend to show the commitment that the, the, the president have them at heart. And so the president must demonstrate that he actually has these vulnerable women at heart and assent to the bill. Uh, but what about your message, you know, as someone who's worked hard on this to this point? What, you, what is your message to the president? 
Well, um, it's not just me. The coalition against witchcraft accusation is calling on the president to please assent to this bill because we have worked hard. We have worked hard. We are always there at the Anytime that there's a lynching, we are the people closest and we see how the families are affected. And so the call is directly to the president. But look, no matter the constitutional whatever, this is something he must fix. Whatever it is, the legal obligations and whatever constitutional uh, uh, reasons that they are putting across, for me, it should not hold. This is a bill that the, the parliament didn't waste time to, to pass. And you and I know that any other person looking at the consequences of witchcraft accusation and how the violations affect older women, it's a bill that the president should not hesitate to sign. And so we are calling on him to please assent to rates. Okay. Grateful to you for joining us. Yeah. Now, uh, just before we move on, you might not have been there, but do you know what these women who are accused of witchcraft go through? Um, Joe News features editor Jojo Cobner has been doing some extensive work on this. Take a watch. It's not just love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Oh, throw it down. The foul dances. The position at which the foul lies tells you whether you are a witch or not. Almost see a deep journey where you will sky up with the idea. What the daddy or the abominant, not more just to the house, not more just. If a chief of any community calls you. That this is what is going on. I have come in, taking over the case to stop it. My brother, that ends it.
Very heartbreaking scenes in that particular documentary. Moving on to other stories. The Attorney General's office says it is contemplating a move to seek a harsher punishment for the Galamse Kimping, Aisha Wang, also known as Enhuan. This follows a four and a half year sentence and meted out to Aisha Wang following her arrest and prosecution. In a press release today, the AG indicated that whilst applauding the efficiency of the justice delivery system witnessed in a trial of Aisha Wang, it will file an appeal at the Court of Appeal against the sentence in order to ensure that a new sentencing regime imposed by Act 995 is applied to the accused person. Let's share with you details of the statement as released on Tuesday. Now, uh, the, statement said, the statement says on 16 September 2022, the office of the Attorney General charged and Wang, also known as Aisha Wang, a female Chinese national with one, one count of undertaking a mining operation without a license between February 2015 and May 2017. Two, one count of facilitating the participation of persons engaged in a mining operation without a license between February 2015 and May 2017. Three, one count of illegal employment of foreign nationals contrary to Section 24 of the Immigration Act 2000, Act 573. Four, one count of entering Ghana while prohibited from re-entry contrary to Section 24 of the Immigration Act 2000, Act 573. Now, these are some of the brief facts shared by the Attorney General. One, in, in 2017, Aisha Wang had been charged with illegal mining offenses committed between 2015 and May 2017. On 19th December 2018, the Attorney General entered Nolet Prasequai and t- terminated the trial. The Controller General of Ghana Immigration Service revoked her permit to remain in Ghana indefinitely and ordered her immediate repatriation to China pursuant to Section, section 22 of the Immigration Act 2000 at 573. Two, that Aisha Wang was indeed put on Ethiopian Airlines flight, which took off at about 12.50 p.m. on 19th December 2018 to Addis Ababa, en route to Guangzhou, China. She sat on seat number 32F in economy class. Three, subsequently, Aisha Wang was found to have re-entered Ghana contrary to the order of the Controller General. She was arrested again on 2nd September 2022 in Kumasi. Four, immediately the Attorney General directed prosecution of Aisha Wang for all past and present offenses committed by her. So these are the processes and the judgment that has gone on so far. After a trial in which the prosecution called 11 witnesses and the accused person gave evidence in a defense, the High Court presented... After portrayal. I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. The mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills. Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered. And boom, family protected. 
Thanks to Ethos, my family won't have to worry about the bills if the unpredictable happens to me. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio. At Strayer University, we see you striving to work harder and go further. That's why we provide you with the tools you need to get there, like offering a brand new laptop when you enroll in a bachelor's program. So you can do your coursework anytime, anywhere, and always keep striving. Visit strayer.edu to learn more. Eligibility rules, restrictions, and exclusions apply. Connect with us for details. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Does managing your health care feel like a full-time job? Bounced from one doctor to the next? All the forms, the bills, the not-a-bills, the... Press 4 to repeat these options. Does healthcare have to be this way? At Kaiser Permanente, all of us work together to make health care easier. And with integrated care and coverage, all you have to do is focus on your health. Learn more at kp.org, Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Kaiser Foundation Health Plan of the Mid-Atlantic States Incorporated, 2101 East Jefferson Street, Rockville, Maryland, 20852. Wendy's Peppermint Frosty and Frosty Cream Cold Brew make the perfect gift for anyone in your life. Especially for you. Yeah, this year you're sitting on your own lap and getting yourself what you want. Finally. And now every day this season, unlock 20% off your total when you get any small, medium, or large Frosty in the Wendy's app. So order something from your own wish list this year. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's with app offer and registration. Applies to menu items only. Taxes and fees excluded. Over by a leadership justice, Lydia Osei Marfo, on 4th December 2023, convicted the accused of all offenses and sentenced there to various terms in prison to run concurrently. One, count one and two, four years and six months in prison in hard labor, as well as a fine of 3,000 penalty units. Two, count three, attracted 12 months in prison in hard labor. Count uh, three, uh, uh, 1,000 penalty units or in default to serve a term of three years imprisonment. Now, the Attorney General, Godfrey Abouadami, has been explaining further on Top Story on Joy FM a while ago. It's important to note that the judge indeed had legitimate basis for um, sentencing in the manner in which she did. And indeed, if we take a careful look at her statement, we have not sought to harshly criticize her or to raise any serious <coughs> qualms about the decision. The point we make is that, yes, there's a new sentencing regime, punishment regime, and our respectful view upon a careful consideration of the issues is that the judge ought to have applied the current law because, indeed, everything has been punished today. If the judge had legitimate basis, I say so because of the constitutional provision in Article 19, Clause 6, but that provision itself and the manner in which it ought to be um, construed and applied, for me, lends itself to multiple interpretations. And if you look at the jurisprudence of our court, um, there's a basis for us to question it. And I think there must be pronouncement by a higher court. So consistent with our quest to ensure that there's finality to this issue and there's clarity as to the kind of punishment that ought to be um, imposed in a matter as serious as this, 
at least it's worth the while to appeal. So I made the point that yes, seen to appeal will just be to test the soundness of the judges in position of the sentence. We are happy with the conviction. We are happy with the efficiency with which justice was dispensed in the manner. And the records will show that this is actually the first time an acknowledged campaign of um, galaxy activities in the country has been successfully prosecuted and has been punished. And I think it is deterrent enough. It will send um, the right note of caution um, to um, all foreign nationals and indeed even nationals of our country who are engaged in such an act. But there is a caveat to this whole development. Let's share, let's share with you what that is. Now, uh, the process and judgment so far says, whilst applauding the efficiency of the justice delivery system witnessed in the trial of Aisha Wang, the Attorney General will, however, test the soundness of the decision of the trial court to punish the accused person under Act 900 by filing an appeal at the Court of Appeal against the sentence in order to ensure that a new sentencing regime imposed by Act 995 is applied to the accused person. Now, CSOs, however, uh, want more from government in an attempt to deal with Glamse. Awala Sewa is coordinator of Eco-Conscious Citizens Ghana, and she joins us via Zoom now. So, uh, but I will be joining us shortly. Uh, but let, let's still stay with, uh, you know, Galamse issues because I mean, prosecute and shame all individuals involved in illegal mining. Also pass stringent laws. Those are just some of the many radical solutions. Panelists on Joy News' National Dialogue on Illegal Mining suggested to deal with the Galamse Kanka. Illegal mining has become a pervasive issue in numerous communities. Vast forested lands have become obliterated, leaving water bodies clouded with toxic heavy metals. The widespread devastation has deeply affected many. Panelists at the Joy News National Dialogue on Illegal Mining passionately address the severity of this menace. The Chamber of Mines thinks the country is under siege. This engine, my environment is under siege. No two ways about it. Even government institutions like the Forestry Commission consider the activities of illegal miners as an ecological disaster. In brief, I would say what we saw was an ecological disaster. Mm. And um, this is not something we should countenance as a country. Executive Director of Water Aid, Irabina Yanye Akufu, agrees. What is happening in Galamse affected areas is an extreme act of violence against our water resources. It is a hydrocide. This is genocide against generations, and silence only ends, only aids our oppressors. Dr. Bob Mantel from the Center for Climate Change at the University of Ghana emphasized that the core issue lies in government's failure. The problem we face is a, a governance failure and a collective action failure. Small-scale mining has been around for several years. 34 years ago, there were less than 100,000 people involved. Now, the industry supports more than 3 million people. Martin Aisi is the CEO of the Minerals Commission. Save, as the lawyers will say, I'm one of them, Greater Accra, Volta, and Oti, where I come from. And it's a matter of time, I'm seeing gold in Oti. I see the data every day. And then you move from 50 to 100,000 people to now an activity that supports 3 million, directly and indirectly. The impact of Galamse on the environment is far-reaching. Professor Frimpong Boatin highlights that the soil yield in mining areas has significantly diminished. 
So we also have laws about diversity. There's physical danger, apart from the physical danger to humans and animals. Maybe you fall in pits and get drowned. We have polluted land farms, farmlands, lots of edibles such as mushrooms, snails, wild yams, plantain and bananas. The water bodies have turned murky, laden with heavy metals from illegal mining operations that use them for gold extraction. Despite this, the Ghana Water Company asserts its commitment to maintaining stringent quality standards. Stanley Marty speaks for them. There's no way we'll compromise on our integrity. There's no way we'll compromise on um, um, our quality standards. Mm. Now, currently, Ghana Water Company Limited is ISO compliant. But CEO of the Minerals Commission asserted that he wouldn't permit his children to drink it. I have drunk pipe-borne water all my life. Now I will not ask my four children to drink pipe-borne water. I have my doubts as to what Stanley was saying anyway because I see some of the things that come out. The Forestry Commission for the first time admitted that over 30 forest reserves across the nation are currently being exploited by illegal miners. Hugh Brown represented the commission. Out of our 288 forest reserves, 34 of them have issues with illegal mining. A number of them with excavators. Um, I think since May, two more have come to join. So we are now around 36 forest reserves. He says the commission is not equipped to deal with the armed miners who protect some of these mining sites. Last year, November 1st, the military detachment was withdrawn. So, I mean, I'm the executive director of the Forest Services Division. It's my task. just so we know on whose orders. I, w- I wouldn't know. They were withdrawn. I'm, I'm, the we're told, information was not communicated no, to No, we're told they were undertaking um, some exercise to clean up the system because there were some lapses. And they are- CSOs um, have been commenting on this and they want government to show uh, more disparity in the fight against Kalamsi. Awala Sewa is a coordinator of Eco-Control Citizens Ghana and she joins us via Zoom. Awala, I'm grateful for joining us. This uh, sentence of Aisha Wang must be a welcoming news. What else do you expect of, of government? Thank you very much for having me. Yes, it's good she's been sentenced, but I think we shouldn't take our eye off the ball. We should all be... A mind- Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. 
Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Follow Professor Frimpon Boating's report. Lots of high flyers were named. Um, companies were named. And uh, to the best of my knowledge, none of them have been prosecuted. So we have Ghanaian high flyers, Ghanaian companies happily polluting um, the environment and being engaged in illegal mining. The fact that you have a license to mine doesn't mean that you can mine any way you please. You have a driving license. Does that mean you can drive on pavements? There are things you cannot do. So we have some companies which have mining licenses, but they are mining by riverbeds. They are polluting the waters. They are devastating the um, environment. And as we have been told, this is ecocide. This is genocide against ourselves and future generations. So yes, it's a good thing that Aisha Wang has been convicted. But let's not think that's the end of the matter. We need to deal with Ghanaians who are leading foreigners and who themselves are destroying our forest reserves. And let me say one more thing. We ourselves are complicit. The passage of LI-2462 is disastrous. I asked the chief executive of the Minerals Commission how many um, licenses had been given since the passage of LI-2462 for forest reserves. Because mind you, this very bad law, which must be repealed, allows mining in forest reserves, even globally significant biodiversity areas. And if we understand the meaning of biodiversity, one will not understand why Parliament passed this law in November 2022. And that's why it needs to be repealed. Okay. So I think we can't rejoice until we have repealed the bad laws. Also, EI-144, which declassified parts of Achimota Forest. And Achimota Forest is one of the last remaining forests, the lungs of Accra. Okay. Who would want to declassify it? Okay. So All that's right. where I'm coming from. There's a lot of work to be done. We haven't okay. yet started. All right. Grateful to you, Awala, for joining us here on the Journey's Prime. We'll take a quick break. We'll return with more stories. Please do stay. like becoming an entrepreneur aside academics is never going to be possible when you're in school mainly because we feel that we are young and we don't have the resources and the guts to be one but if you believe in yourself and you have the passion to become an entrepreneur then you already are staying ahead in a highly competitive environment requires applying creativity and innovation to every aspect of your journey to becoming an entrepreneur Presently, entrepreneurship is driven by creativity and innovation to attain business objectives. The explosion in technology, business, entrepreneurship, and consumption in this new era is as a result of the ongoing application of innovation. Milton Bell once said, if opportunity doesn't knock, build a door. So, if you are ready to be an entrepreneur, Heritage Christian College is ready for you. Heritage Christian College moves you from a wantrepreneur to become an entrepreneur. When you're little, days are extremely busy. Work. Traffic jams. Meetings. Conference calls. Luckily, 
our mom is here to take good care of us with day-by-day baby and day-by-day kids and their naturally active ingredients. Our skin is hydrated, soothed, and protected all day long. Yes. Pepsodent is aware that globally, one in two children suffer from cavities. That's why by giving her Pepsodent, you're not only protecting her teeth, but also helping her grow up and thrive at every stage of her life with a healthy and confident smile so she can succeed and achieve all of her dreams. Because every smile matters. Daddy, Daddy, this tank is big! Yes, that's true. It can store a lot of water. That's so true. Wow, it has a working surface by it. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I can see S I N T E X syntax. That is so true, my daughter. When it falls down, it will spoil. That's not true. But why? Why? <laughs> Syntex was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? Every day, people have money emergencies. I need my school fees. Emergency. Mommy, money. Emergency. 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 Catch it. I'm your rent. Emergency. Now, there's a new emergency number in town. More money, more money, Charlie, enjoyment. I the top life we got. Dial star 770 hash for all your money emergencies and chop life. Dial star 770 hash for money emergencies and get easy and quick access to your money, loans, and other banking needs. Echo Bank, the Pan African Bank. In life, you sometimes seem to be cruising along. But just when you least expect it, things could go horribly wrong. Leave nothing to chance. Let Glyco Group help you achieve your goals with customized solutions for life and general insurance, healthcare and finance. Glyco, we cushion you for life.
back from the break. Now, residents of F2 in the central region have registered their displeasure against what they claim is the granting of lease and concession to the Green Metal Resources Limited to mine in the globally protected and recognized Winneba Pomaze Ramsar site. The Ramsar site and the forest zone are protected areas where deers are hunted for their revered Abwacha festival annually. The protesters say they derive more perpetual benefit from the celebrations of Abwacha festival than any anticipated mining of lithium in the protected areas. James Kofianan led the protesters. Last year, 2022, the Green Metal Resources were published as having been under consideration for mining concession in the same area. But first, fierce opposition from the chiefs and people of Efutu. It is therefore surprising and disgusting that the same Green Metal Resources who were rejected by the people have come back again to mine in the sacred Ramses site of the people of Efutu. To register our firm support for and affirm the press conference held by our two traditional councils, Efutu and Ejumaku, at which they rejected and said no to the concessions granted Green Metal Resources and further endorsed all of the points raised by the two traditional councils, a copy of which is attached to this petition. We would like to further state that the people of Winneba derive more perpetual benefits from the celebrations of our budget festival than any anticipated mining of lithium in our protected areas. There cannot be any Abachi festival without the annual hunting of the deer in the forest. The destruction of the forest would mean a sad hand to the celebration of the Abachi festival. This would bring untold hardship and economic, social, cultural, and spiritual consequences on the people of Uniba. We state that the Abachi festival is our heritage, which was handed over to our fathers since time immemorial. Our fathers in turn handed the festival to us with all its heritments. And we in turn protecting it with pride and passion. It is our cultural heritage, part of our spiritual being, and we vehemently protest any person or group of persons attempt to desecrate the sanctity of this sacred forest and its associated lagoon. We further state that we cannot and shall not cede the celebration of Abachi Festival to any form of socio-economic considerations. Finally, we therefore add our voice to our two traditional authorities that any person or group of persons or company that would fail to stay away from the Abachi hunting grounds would face perpetual and unending consequences for and on behalf of the demonstrators. But Deputy Majority Leader and MP for Futu, Alexander Afeomarkin, says it is untrue a large swath of forest in his constituency has been sold for lithium mining. The MP says the claims by the NDC in his constituency are wicked lies meant to court disaffection for him. The forest is used for deer hunting during the annual Abwacher Festival. Addressing journalists in Parliament, Afeo Markin explained that the Minerals Commission has conclusively refuted claims that the forest has been sold for mining and the claims should be ignored.
NDC in my constituency has come out with a serious allegation to the effect that government officials, including my office, sat on concern and got the sacred forest of Efutu where we, we go for deer hunting. The place has been sold for the mining of lithium. I simply want to say that this allegation is false, it's never true, and in fact the Minerals Commission two years ago issued a statement to the effect that such an application has not even been received by them, let alone approving for a company to mine lithium in that sacred forest where we, we hunt for deer during our poetry festival. So I just want to uh, set a record straight, put it on record, that there is no such thing. I would want, therefore, to urge my colleagues in the NDC to focus on the real challenges facing our people so that we engage on issues rather than polluting the minds of people, misinforming and lying. Such a practice does not help in democracy. So basically that's the point I want to make. This morning, I am reliably informed that the Minerals Commission Chief Executive in a national dialogue has had cause to again reiterate that that which is being put out there by the NDC in the Futu is untrue, unfounded, and he as a chief executive of the Minerals Commission hasn't signed any, any agreement, any lease agreement for the purposes of mining of lithium in that enclave where we hunt for deers. Our sport batteries in hand, plywood on the floor, people on their knees painting. That was a site that greeted our niche team at Noka, MA Business School in the Eastern Region. Beginning season three of our Schools of Shame series will tell you the story of how Eunice Asidua in Japan was transferred to teach in a non-existent school in Noka. This is also a piece about how vehicular knockdowns has for years forced parents in Noka to prevent their children from going to school. A story by Emmanuel Jivenu and Seram Abla D'Souza. In the heart of the eastern region lies Sanoka, a colorful farming community that holds a tale of determination, resilience, and a hunger for education. But in this community, a silent struggle exists. Noka, with its warm-hearted people, lack a fundamental pillar for its children, is cool. For years, children trekked several kilometers to distant communities to assess education. But in their quest to quench their thirst for knowledge, they get knocked down by speeding vehicles. As a result, many parents stop their children from going to school. Sometimes,
my school phone. I be Nancy and Cromwell, you be what kind of cannibal and call lamp penny for yea and her cowboy only within the dim coded flat. You know, can't say I yam pen for crack up a ball boy. A book when it's in at a toe. I bounce over my MBDA, yes, then yam person of friendly chap when my could be. Meet Eunice Isidua Itapon, a trained teacher. In May 2023, she requested to be transferred to teach in the Eastern region. That was the only way to be close to home and take care of her aged parents. Eunice was excited when her request was approved and she had been transferred to Unoka MA Basic School. Her excitement soon fades when she discovered Noka Basic School does not exist. I seek for assurance in, in Sawoma Dweji Municipal and I was given Noka Primary School. So it was Noka MA Primary School. That was what was on the letter. So I proceed and I had the release. That, so this academic year, that is 2023-2024 uh, academic year, that was when I was released. So right after I had to bring my document to the municipal, so when I, I got there, I had to pass by the school to see where the school is located and how the place is. But when I came, it, when I met the, the, the town folks, I asked, I'm coming to Noka, and they told me, the school is not yet completed. So when they told me that, I was surprised. I had the information that a teacher was posted to the school. So I quickly informed the chief and the peop uh, people of the town so that we can organize our children to start with the school. And that is what we have done. That is why you can see pupils over here. Now we are not uh, schooling in the school building. It's somebody's uh, chapel that the president has offered us that we should be here until the room is completed. This is the school units has been posted to to teach. An uncompleted six-unit classroom block, a get fund emergency project. The road over here is a major road in Sam Adesu to Cape Coast and Asamankese. So we thought it twice to establish this so that those uh, accidents will be avoided. Sometimes uh, when I sit and think about it, I, I wonder, because if there is no school, so why do you then post me? But sometimes I just conclude that it's, it's the will of God. Every morning, these learners embark on a symbolic journey to a bright future, carrying chairs to this makeshift classroom. In less than two months, enrollment increased, and so did the workload on Eunice. On the 4th October this year, I, I came, we started with admissions. And that day, I had seven ad, uh, people admitted. And we, uh, day in, day out, admissions increase. And currently, we have 107 kids. It's not easy. 
it's not easy, especially those younger ones who are now starting school. It's not easy. In this shared space, children from ages 3 to 15 sit side by side, driven by collective hunger for education. Before we learn the new letter, Eunice, with dedication etched on her face, navigates the challenges of a single space classroom. The jamming of learners into one space and the workload makes it difficult for Eunice to follow the Ghana Education Service curricula. For now, I have not started with the curriculum yet. I have not. Because if I say I am going by the curriculum, it's six weeks. And six weeks, we, we we, we have different levels, we have different levels among us, so I can't. If we were more than that, I can go strictly according to the curriculum. But because I am I'm here alone, I, I can't do that. So I just pick the general thing they all have to know, then we discuss. You're in the class one, class two, and a class three, and a class four, and a class five. Classes, more classes. I only wear one, one year, and you sound about when you. The community, I discussed with them and they said they have the church, the churches in their community to give them their building. So if we, we if the teachers are around, would have divided into classes and moved to the various church buildings. It is time for lunch and anywhere, including the floor, serves as a dining table. And when nature calls, these children have to run to their various homes. Those who cannot make the treacherous journey back home queue to use this unsafe latrine at the church. Me, myself, I'm scared of it. So sometimes I quite remember one 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 of the learners. She she was crying. She wanted to poop. So we I had to tell the senior sister and telling her that when I realized they just got a, a rubber bag and they they just let her ease herself and they tied it and went to put it in. determination on the faces of the student as well as the teacher for staying in that community to work. God bless her. There's uh, for the full uh, tape of that will be coming on your screens. So we'll take a break for showbiz.
Masa, unti mi paki wa hao. Why stress? Drink Kalipo, the natural fruit juice drink. This advert is... We are the university with 26 years of excellence in education now in Ghana. We are both the university offering degree programs in health information management, software engineering, network security, and computer forensics. Admission is in progress with up to 50% scholarships for the first 150 students. Locate us at East Ligon, near ANC Moore. Call 0302-523782 or WhatsApp 020 714 for more details. Porto University, vibrance, innovation in. Right now, we'll be home, Miss Cry. My people won't make me lose you. If then score, we are slow. Go TV Super Plus in T. You go watch all the Premier League matches. Come on, they finish. Bet Investment Limited. Jackie said, hi, how are you? I we need time to say Becky Becks. But <laughs> we almost had, though. Oh, <laughs> oh, probably I want to say Jackie Jack. Okay. <laughs> What's up? All right. So, Black Sharif is in the news again. And today, he's emerged as the most streamed Ghanaian artist on the digital music platform. Now, the 21-year-old superstar secured the title, beating other acclaimed musicians such as Sakodia, Shatawale, and Stoneboy. Boomplay, one of Africa's leading music streaming platforms, recently released as recap of 2023 streams, putting the Koko the Traveler hitmaker lead as Ghana's most streamed artist. The 21-year-old was named alongside Sakodia and Stoneboy, who have equally garnered impressive streaming numbers. Aside from the male artists, Wendy Shea, Dinah Hamilton and Jackie also ranked at the top of the female musicians who thrilled fans with their music. Mamie showered black hole with accolades in the comments area. Marge Yeboa asked, but where is Shatter? Could you slim reacted? No wale, no show. Roger commented, Goat, Gota, Gotas. Blacko also sees the spotlights in other categories. His album, The Villain I Never Was, emerged as the most streamed album on Boomplay and similarly and the spot for the most streamed song for the year and a review. Without any doubt, 2023 has been a good year for Blacko after winning the BET Best International Flow Award. Kweku the Traveler is indeed on a bigger journey. 
for joining you. So I am Jacqueline and Samar Yoboa. For nothing, victory is me, I'm feeling it. And I stay G with it. Uh-huh. Well, it's been a victorious year for Black Sherry. Yeah, it's been amazing. There's a powerful statement there. Man doesn't stay down when he falls. Yeah. What you do, you get up. Definitely. Because there's more to come. Yeah, sure for Black Sherry. Now, Ghanaian musician Riyala has voiced strong displeasure with a promotional poster for an upcoming concert. Now, the poster in question plays images of three male artists at the forefront with Riyala's picture situated behind them. I'm a Sesala girl from the Upper West region of Ghana, Upper West to be precise, and I'm from a small uh, town called Funsi. Wiyala, the Funsi queen, has always been proud of her language. She promotes her village and region any time there's an opportunity to do so. The love for Funsi is always well depicted through her music and videos. Africa, 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 yeah. Mama, Africa. Riyala is unhappy about where her image was positioned in the flyer for an upcoming event. In a Facebook post, Riyala warned organizers, I'm not happy about this poster circulating on social media. Place my image in the right position or I am out. I'm not a backup artist. Samini replied Riyala calming her down and assuring her that the flyer would be worked on indicated that the one in circulation was wrong and unapproved. Well, Puyala in an interview with Doreen Avio on Hit FM revealed that she has no issue with Samini being first, but she should be the one behind Samini and not Kwame Eugene. She deserves that recognition. Start with Samini, Kwame Eugene and Francis Gadam. But they are coming to our region and we have been promoting this show from day one. And if you are coming, come and support us. Whoever was at the money or whoever designed the poster at Royal Cozy Hills, of course, I'm not involved in the poster design and all that. Uh, the positioning of the pictures, I'm not happy. Samin is my big brother. I respect him a lot, any day, any time. I don't mind being behind Samini. Kwame Eugene and Francis Gadam, I can confidently say that we are all in the same league. And anybody in Ghana who tells me, because Fuzi Gadam is filling stadiums and Kwame Eugene is popular with hit songs and some group of people refuse to see me as popular in Ghana. That is their problem. But so far as I'm concerned, I am not a backup artist. What's your take? Do you think the Fonzie Queen is right or she is just blowing hot air? For joining news, I am Jacqueline Asumaya Boa. Africa, Africa. All right, um, that's for Yala. But what's your take on that? No, no, um, well, it's fine. She's voiced her concerns out, and, and the organizers will take it and do what they have to do. She explained it well, so I'm sure the right things will be done. Okay, all right. Now, you know Grand P? Ah, yeah, I do. <laughs> I mean, that. I don't know. But, but how, yeah. how old do you think he is? I don't, he's, I think he's, he's old, though. <laughs> Brave, yeah, he is. <laughs> so, um, Grand P, um, Three years old, and oh, he okay. arrived in Ghana today at the Kotoka International Airport with his acclaimed girlfriend, Dozi Yao.
And that's how we wrap it all up. Grand P and a girlfriend with a lot of loads here in Ghana. But happy birthday to big sis and sweet cousin, uh, Mrs. Evelyn Obing, also known as Madame. Thank God for your life and many. And may he bless you and keep you favorite. Uh, you know, may he keep favoring you. Have a great year. This is from your fellow December born and cousin, Nicholas Echo Yamwa. And on that note, we say thank you very much for being part of us. Up next is Prime Business. But remember, there's more news on myjoyonline.com. Street level elections to choose assembly members and unit committee members. The Electoral Commission of Ghana is calling on all Ghanaians to vote in the upcoming district-level elections on Tuesday, 19 December 2023 from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. to elect new members to the various district assemblies and unit committees in the electoral areas in all polling stations around the country. The ballot paper for the district assembly elections will bear the names of your electoral area and candidates with their photographs. As a voter, you have to select only one candidate. You then go for the ballot paper for the unit committee elections, which also bears the names of the units and candidates with their photographs. And voters are to select only five candidates. Participate actively in selecting your local representative to the various metropolitan, municipal and district assemblies. Remember, district assembly and unit committee members are your agents for development. So go to your polling stations and vote on Tuesday, 19 December 2023. Get involved. Your vote is your future. Give, and it shall be given unto you. A good measure, mm-hmm. pressed down, shaking together mm. and running over, will be poured into your lap. For the measure you use, it shall be measured unto you. Luke 6, 38. Thou shalt not beat around the bush. If it will tell you you want, ask. And it shall be given to you. <laughs> Life is sweeter when you give from the heart. Fruitally, the all-natural fruit juice. This advert is FDA approved. Customer, customer. One of our daily lucky winners, Dial Star 946 has to play now. Or you can also play online at www.gameparkgames.com. Game Park is regulated by the National Lottery Authority.
and there's how do we share comfort not just teaching hospital the only one me ya kura kura ni bia and so the drew the agency and what can he say bcc ayar sabia man afan into my pay for bio man asebe bia essese ni pa kokoje ayarhwe yura asantehne otunfo osetutu abebio e de ye na koma so ade se ye bcc g ama na chen kanen ni mpo and then it's na ye wo se fitia se ni ye so and and then so young quartier drumra and one young and I, a big young moa and son in the swadding room way up them. Ye cacrafama, ye cacrafa boa, nay ya, a yama yingina. Boa, now a tomb for heel cut project in me a pay. Obetumia for our coin will be asked Segment is brought to you by Ecobank, the Pan African Bank. Take a Sima Seven Bank for your QR code. It's time you switch to Bell Pack today. Welcome to Prime Business. My name is Emma Davis. And tonight on Prime Business, Senior Finance Lecturer at the University of Cape Coast Business School, Sarah Kawa, has expressed doubts government will be able to get the buy-in of China to restructure its debt by the end of this week as being projected by the Finance Minister. He argues it will take a while longer for government to reach an agreement with its external creditors for the onward disbursement of the second tranche of the $600 million credit facility by the IMF. The first case scenario will be that um, the debt might be uh, restructured uh, a, a longer term, but the interest rate might not be so much reduced as we have found in the domestic market. 
That then means that the timeline given by the finance minister is not feasible, looking at this week. I, I am not sure it is feasible. If uh, we are supposed to do these things by uh, the first week of November, and we've not done it, and they've been telling us next week we'll have it, next week we'll have it, we, we might not meet that particular deadline. We may be able to go to next year. Financial sector players in the West African sub-region have been urged to embrace financial solutions or financial soundness indicators. This is a way of combating risk of global trade tension, which may threaten the soundness of financial institutions. Speaking to Joy Business at the opening of the West African Institute for Financial and Economic Management Regional Course on Financial Soundness Indicators, Director General of WAFEM, Dr. Baba Musa said, the course offers participants a unique opportunity to delve into the critical aspects of financial stability and resilience. Of efforts to enhance resilience of financial systems in the West African sub-region, the West African Institute for Financial and Economic Management is holding a one-week training program for financial sector players within the sub-regional block on how to combat risks of global trade tension which may threaten the soundness of financial institutions. Speaking to Joy Business at the opening of the course on financial soundness indicators, Director General of YFM, Dr. Baba Musa said it is important to enhance financial sector surveillance through financial soundness indicators. If I say uh, serve as uh, a barometer to check the health of uh, any financial system, so um, considering the trade tension and uh, the economic situation uh, in the global environment and within this uh, sub-region, uh, we felt that it is important to always uh, you know, check the financial system and ensure that they remain robust. It tells Joy Business, YFM will be tracking the progress of member countries with respect to financial soundness indicators in ensuring resilience and soundness within the financial landscape. This is an annual event and uh, it is expected that uh, annually countries will report on their financial situations, uh, not only to the IMF but uh, even our regional bodies. And um, every year we will need to monitor and, and look at the, the financial situation of uh, or at least the financial vulnerabilities uh, in each of our countries to ensure that uh, our financial system uh, remain you know, str- uh, you know, uh, very strong. Delivering a speech on behalf of the governor, acting head financial stability at the Bank of Ghana. Dr. Kwesi Yeboa said he is optimistic the course will provide the right forum for exchange of ideas towards ensuring safer financial systems. I therefore encourage you to engage actively, share experiences, and make your participation rewarding by taking every available opportunity to tap into the knowledge and experience of the excellent facilitators placed at your disposal. The FSI serves as a crucial tool for assessing the health and stability of financial institutions by providing insights that are indispensable for informed decision-making. For Joy Business, Pius Kujubaka. 
The Ghana Union of Traders Association and allied groups say it will be better to be total, to totally ban the importation of restricted goods than seek to limit its importation. These bodies are strenuously opposed to the ally, which has still not been laid in parliament. According to President of Guta, Dr. Joseph Obeng, the justification put out by the government for the proposed law makes no sense. He spoke to journalists after a meeting with the Subsidiary Legislation Committee of Parliament. It's very important that any country become self-sufficient. But the way to go had been the problem. And especially when we have also been there in the issuance of permits that did not result in any um, gains for the nation. And that's why we, we wanted to remind them that that's surely not the way to go and that we can adopt different methodologies to enhance on local production. You know, the cement is traveling. Other industries are traveling. Not necessarily that they brought permits. But you also know that there are some um, products that, as, as I'm speaking, there's permit issuance, but it's not trifling. So um, the way to go is not restricting us. We have even made it clear that we, are, we will be better off that they ban the product rather than to bring uh, restrictions and impediments on our way of trading in this era of uh, trade liberalization. Uh, we, we, we cannot do that. We will not accept anything that will impede on trade facilitation that hinders on cost of doing business, time of doing business, and ease of doing business. And that's exactly what we've told um, the committee, that they should hold on with this ally, and that will um, um, support government in its quest to um, increase productivity that we, we will put, uh, patronize same. That's essentially what we need as a country. But if we do not have the produce or our produce is even overpriced that we, it cannot be sold to the rest of um, our neighboring countries, then we have a problem. Meanwhile, Chairman of the Subsidiary Legislation Committee, Dr. Dominic Aina, says the ally, barring any unforeseen challenges, could be laid by the end of the week. He has also been promising members of Guta the committee will take their issues seriously when they report back to the House. Deliberations with the stakeholders on the proposed ally on the restriction of uh, importation of certain selected goods um, you know, has just um, concluded and uh, it was very fruitful in the sense that we heard directly from the I mean, stakeholders with respect to some of the issues that um, they have, the concerns that they have regarding the impact of the regulatory instrument if it is passed you know, on their activities, I mean, as uh, traders and importers. Um, for us, they raise a number of issues uh, that we will take into account when we are reporting to Parliament. One was that um, in terms of import substitution justification, there isn't sufficient local supply of the affected goods uh, in order to, to fill the market if the restrictions take place. Um, so, for instance, uh, you know, the, I mean, the, the question of um, how much, you know, we are producing in terms of rice, in terms of uh, the auto industry, in terms of uh, use, the used clothing industry, so that we ourselves will be able, 
you know, to supply the local, I mean, industry will be uh, supplied with this, I mean, uh, um, what do you call it, uh, um, these goods, if the, I mean, the restrictions come into force. How soon can we expect the report on the floor there? Well, we are expecting that the minister uh, will lay the instrument if it is revised in accordance with the recommendations of the committee, uh, probably somewhere this week, okay, or early next week. Meaning that eventually, um, if it is late, we will be reporting to the House almost immediately because we have uh, done our consideration, you know, of, uh, you know, the prelaying consideration. And we have an idea of what the substantive content of the instrument is, as well as the concerns of the stakeholders, you know, uh, regarding the impact of the instrument. Now to the agri-sector members of Fair Trade Ghana Network are calling on the Ministry of Lands and Natural Resources, Cocoa Board, and traditional leaders of the current six cocoa-growing regions in Ghana to collaborate in declaring all cocoa-growing areas as no-go zones for all forms of mining and other negative environmental activities. Speaking on the sidelines of the Fair Trade Awareness Creation event, President of the network, Florence Blankson, reiterated that threat illegal mining poses to the sustainers of Ghana's cocoa sector as well as other production areas. Cocoa employs approximately 800,000 farm families spread over six of the 16 regions of Ghana. The crop generates about $2 billion in foreign exchange annually and is a major contributor to government's revenue and GDP. In 2021, in real terms, the contribution of cocoa to GDP was 3.1 billion CDs. Despite these benefits of the sector to Ghana's economy, cocoa production is riddled with illegal small-scale gold mining, popularly called Galamse. On the occasion of the celebration of Fair Trades Awareness event, members of the network bemoaned the growing effects of illegal gold mining on their livelihoods. Florence Blankson is president of Fair Trade Ghana Network. Fair Trade Ghana Network has been around for a while, but we still think we need to let people know more about Fair Trade and Fair Trade Ghana Network, what it is to be in Fair Trade and what the Fair Trade Ghana Network does for its members. We are looking at um, the government doing a lot for the cocoa um, members because most of them, their farmlands are being taken over by other developers and this Galamse, as we all know. If we don't take care, it will get to a time we don't even have farmers into cocoa because they are not benefiting. Fair Trade Ghana Network organized an awareness event at the Pentecost University. Regional Head of West Africa for Fair Trade, Edward Akapire, explained the purpose for the event and its impact on the youth. Yeah, this uh, for us is a very important event, um, and especially the location that we are holding this event, if it makes it much more important for us, uh, because the event is all about creating awareness around fair trade, and uh, creating awareness among the youth couldn't have been any better. Wendy's Peppermint Frosty and Frosty Cream Cold Brew make the perfect gift for anyone in your life, especially for you. Yeah, this year you're sitting on your own lap and getting yourself what you want, finally. And now every day this season, unlock 20% off your total when you get any small, medium, or large Frosty in the Wendy's app. 
So order something from your own wish list this year. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's with app offer and registration. Applies to menu items only. Taxes and fees excluded. Option for us. So this is very important uh, for the reason that uh, we're targeting young people who are in the university to deepen their understanding about fair trade and to motivate them to go into the agriculture sector, but uh, also go into it within the scope of fair trade. A cocoa farmer who is a member of the Fair Trade Ghana Network, Emmanuel Sapong, lists some of the projects he has undertaken in his community using premiums earned from Fair Trade. Uh, we had the first premium in 2012, and from that time, we have been able to uh, support the communities in which we work. Uh, in one of the communities, the, the government put up a chips compound without a nurse's quarters. Uh, we have put up a nurse's quarters there. And when you come to Asumura, we have got some uh, renovation. We have renovated schools and then bought some computers for the school. At Mpamase, we have put nice water project there. Oh, one structure that we have put there, that is supporting the regional coordinating council. So I'm telling the farmers that whoever wishes to uh, join Patriot, it is laudable, and then when you join Patriot, you will never regret. A significant number of cocoa farmers whose livelihoods have, over the past decades, depended on cocoa farming, have been compelled to abandon several acres of their cocoa farms due to galamse. If the menace is not addressed tactically, Ghana risks losing its position of being the second exporter of cocoa worldwide. The Food and Drugs Authority has engaged stakeholders on the current regulatory procedures and policies on clinical trials of medicines, food supplements and medicine devices in Ghana. According to the authority, the conduct of trials need to be regularly updated and enhanced to align with current trends to ensure the protection of patients' safety. There's more in this report. In April 2020, Ghana became the second African country to attain maturity level 3 following an assessment conducted by the World Health Organization. To attain the ultimate maturity level 4, it is necessary for the authority to strengthen its medicine regulatory system to ensure safety. The FDA has been engaging stakeholders to maintain and continuously improve on the stable, well-functioning and integrated regulatory system for medical products. John Lai Odai Tete is Ashanti Regional Head of FDA. The need for regular and frequent engagements of stakeholders in the clinical trials industry became very evident during the Ebola virus disease crisis. And more recently, the novel SARS-CoV-2 virus, popularly known as COVID-19 in 2020. And requirements in the conduct of trials need to be regularly updated and enhanced to align with current trends needed to ensure the protection of the patient's safety, rights, and well-being while maintaining data credibility. To attain maturity level four, it is necessary to maintain and continuously improve on the stable, well-functioning 
and integrated regulatory system for medical products. Head of Clinical Trials, Dr. Yvonne Edubuahene says the Food and Drugs Authority is committed to ensuring stakeholders adhere to requirements of the clinical trials. For now, I think the FDA um, is, is working smoothly uh, with the stakeholders, the applicants and clients of clinical trials. And so um, having doing trainings over the years, engagement like this, um, it has made the stakeholders understand, uh, let's say, the quote-unquote, the rule of the game. And so to, to a large extent, I think that um, it is manageable. Some of the stakeholders spoke to Joy News. All have to uh, get the information and then make sure we also help FDA to attain the status where they want to be. So it's a very good platform for us. We, we came to learn a lot and uh, we also have to bring our ideas so that uh, the mandate is met. For Joy News, Anita Sewa Ajogam reporting. Now players in the telecom industry have bemoaned delays in granting of license for the installation of telecommunication towers and other infrastructure. According to them, the bureaucratic clearances and delays on the part of regulatory agencies is greatly affecting the efficient delivery of voice and internet data services across the country. Speaking to Joy Business at the Ghana Telecoms Chamber Forum on Infrastructure, engineer Kenneth should be called on the National Communications Authority to deploy technology to ease the process. With an internet penetration rate of about 68%, Ghana hopes to drive the growth of the economy through digitization. Infrastructure investment in internet reach and connectivity is critical to achieving this goal. Unfortunately, players in the telecommunications industry have expressed worry about what they describe as delays and extensive bureaucratic processes in securing licenses for the mounting of towers. Engineer Kenneth Ashibe details their concerns at the Telecoms Chamber's Forum on Infrastructure. For any tower to go up, the aviation people, the authority in aviation would need to come in. So how do we all of us work together to ensure that currently we're doing about seven months when a tower company, when an MNO says that give me a tower in this particular community, it takes up to seven months. And by that time, most of you know you customers, uh, the experiences you'll be having with your connectivity will not be the best. So one of the proposals and one of the ways to be able to do it is to have a one-stop shop, so that instead of the uh, tower companies shop, going from shop to shop to from office to office to take uh, their permits uh, applications to. They, we can have a portal that they put the application on, and once the application goes on that particular portal, uh, NCA would see it, EPA would see it, the assemblies, you can imagine the number of assemblies we have. On expanding internet access and Ghana going 5G, Director General of NITA, Richard Autry Fusu, noted that a comprehensive policy is being developed to ensure the seamless rollout of the fifth generation mobile network. Network. Sometimes you must crawl before you walk, right? And 5G requires a lot more. The speed of the technology is not, is not 4G. It's nothing we've seen. So we are preparing towards it. It's just like AI. We have a strategy towards it. You know, you, you must plan. You must, put, you must consult. 
and then come up with a policy that will work for everybody. Otherwise, we will end up in the same situation. They'll say you didn't consult, consult us. If 5G, we are looking at it, and the way we are even looking at it is that we will not give it to, we'll not issue the license out individual MNOs. Chief Executive of ATC Ghana, Ashutosh Sang, called for innovative ways to utilize assistant towers and infrastructure to expand internet connection. We have to rethink in terms of how do we utilize the existing infrastructure in terms of buildings, street poles, you know, those are some of the new innovations that will have to happen for 5G to succeed, you know, bring the network closer to the subscribers. You know. It will be much more denser. I, I think there are a lot of policy changes required to do that. There's a lot of cooperation that will be required with the municipalities, you know, other agencies, you know, with uh, out-of-home out media companies, you know, to see how we can actually make sure that infrastructure is ready for tomorrow's 5G deployment. The forum was held on the theme, fostering partnerships for growth in the Ghanaian telecoms industry. That's how we part company tonight on Prime Business. My name is Emma Davis. For more business news, do log on to myjoyonline.com. Have a good evening, but I leave you with news making waves on the international front. Brought to you by Ecobank, the Pan African Bank. It's time you switch to Bell Park today. to Ghana, which is selling the longest dated Eurobond ever issued by a sub-Saharan African government. Finance Minister Ken Oporiata is challenging global investors to put 
their money behind Ghana's growing economy. Ghana has added 10.7 billion Ghana cities to its public debt stock in just four months. If you go to the market today, you will not get anybody to lend to you below 9.5%. We can't be in the capital markets if you don't have a mechanism for repayment. One basic understanding of the market is that when you come onto the market unattractive, you'll be punished. There will be no haircuts. There will be no haircuts. Instantly, the market knew the president wasn't speaking the truth. Ghana has been in the spotlight after announcing it will default on most of its external debt. Finance Minister Ken Ofoyata indicates that Eurobond holders may face a nominal haircut of between 30 and 40 percent as part of the restructuring of external debt. Discussions with Eurobond investors are continuing. We have given a broad outline of 20 to 40 percent haircut under 20 years and interest rates of less than 5 percent. That's what we right now right now when you do fast food music you will be consumed fast fast and that is it so it's, it's more or less like an investment you, you need to work build upon it invest invest and they will hear some other time or some some days to come some years to come so you don't you don't look for results right now and you have to have in mind that Segment is brought to you by Commander DBS Industries to you. Let's go to DBS Industries. And tonight, the Black Queens will make a return to the Women's African Cup of Nations for the first time in five years following the aggregate win over Namibia. So Ghana suffered a 1 0 defeat in the second leg of the fixture against Namibia and Pretoria, South Africa, earlier today. But a 3-1 win in the first meeting was enough for them to book a slot. A head coach of the side, Nora Hapto, has been addressing the press following that game. And she is already looking ahead to the tournament next year. Um, I think we had a pretty good start in the game. Created us some chances. Um, we missed a bit to play more, more deep um, on the wings. Um, we knew that we could hurt them more there. But at least we had the interest set pieces. I, I would say the first are four or five good chances. And then it is how it is in, in those uh, games. Um, this got us on a, on a um, corner kick. Um, we were a little small uh, unattended. 
negative, so we can easily switch that off. And then uh, they smile and we, we run a bit behind, but I think we had an excellent bench today, so every player who came in uh, brought in more, more quality, also this, this willingness to fight through these games, and then um, we need to rest a bit cool um, and, and stay good in the rest defense. I think um, only get dangerous in, in set pieces. Um, I think the referees allowed them too much set pieces, uh, to be honest. Uh, every time when somebody was falling on the ground, uh, they whistled. So for me, I have a bit of question mark also that. But all in all, um, I think we took them the control over and, and should have scored them, of course, then with two, three goals in the second half. But um, the performance uh, today is closed because we qualified. Can I spec um, on the Wafcon and uh, we are hungry and willing um, to play there and I think a lot of players deserve it. Uh, they play some very long time for the Queens, some maybe, for some it's the last Wafcon. Um, we have some young players, for them it's the first time. So in general we have a very young squad. Um, need to develop and work and continue um, our mission Volta. I'm proud of this year. We won out of 11, 10 games, and um, I think we can have a nice Christmas. <laughs> well, it means everything to us because we've been away for the uh, for the for almost five years now. So it's it's a great achievement. It's good. Like he, uh, she said, we are a young team. We are they are upcoming. So we're going to improve on every aspect of the game. Now, all the local scene, the board of Hatterfog have responded to the player in position claims by former head coach Martinus Koopman, the Dutch trainer who was sacked in November after picking up just two wins in 10 Premier League matches. Uh, Koopman then attributed the poor result to players' influence by the board, but in a press briefing at the club offices in Accra uh, yesterday, Tuesday, the board, uh, Monday rather, the board led by Dr. Nyaho Nyaho Tamakula refuted the claims. And we have more for you in the following report. There was much optimism in the camp of Hearts of Oak when Koopman was appointed back in August. After overseeing nine wins in nine matches and scoring 35 goals during the preseason, the good feeling and expectations were further heightened. However, things changed. Yeah, but uh, th this is football. And uh, if you see what young team we have, and uh, what's happened uh, in the preseason? We did a very good job. We have no striker. I tell you again, we have no striker. And uh, Isa is going to uh, to abroad, and we have no striker back. So I I tell them every time. So yeah, so we missed the striker. Koopman was fuming after his side scored one goal in the first four matches, and that was the beginning of the misunderstanding between the Dutch boss and the Phobians. Let me be very truthful to you. The coach had so much time during preseason, and I think that the coach, I disagree with him. Um, if at that time the window was opened, the club was ever ready to purchase any player that he wanted. But during the preseason, the coach did not mention, neither did the coach indicate to the club that he would want a striker. During that preseason, let me also state again that the same strikers that the coach came to meet were scoring five, six, seven, eight goals for the coach. And he never complained, only for the window to be closed. 
And uh, we are into the main season, and now the coach is saying he needs strikers. At this moment, we cannot buy strikers for the coach. To play in front of their home fans, to show them. In the 10th match of the Premier League season against Legon Cities, it ended goalless, and that was Koopman's last appearance as the club's coach. He guided the team to just two wins and six draws. Any coach who has not been performing well is sacked. It's as simple as that. You employ a coach to get good results. We are not the first ever to do that. Years ago, I even did that. I sacked a coach called Ajay Pele. You see, when a coach is not performing well and you don't get good results, you look for a better coach. That's exactly what happened. So if you see why he left, nobody had a quarrel with him. We have repeatedly been telling him that we want better results. And the results coming out are not really good results for the club. You follow me? Uh-huh. So just like any civilized country would behave, a non-performing coach is thrown out. The dismissal did not sit well with Koopman. In an interview with Ghana Sports Page, the 67-year-old accused the board of playing a major role in the poor form of the club. Uh, they think uh, we are still the best uh, club in Ghana, uh, and that's that's not true. On paper, yes. There are seven players. I cannot use them in the competition. It was one day before the first competition game that I heard, uh, don't use these three players. And on the end, they said, you cannot use seven players. Anana, Corsa, Esso, Diadun, Salifu, Saidu, Atta. You don't use them because they don't deliver. A claim vehemently denied by the board members. They insisted that they are the right men for the job. All of them played it. I mean, the records are there. I think that's what, uh, what the Honorable wants to say. Seven players they mentioned, he mentioned in particular, they all played. I have been in this team for years, over 50 years, so I know what I'm talking. I know how coaches behave. You follow me? Uh-huh. We know that it's not easy handling football. But if you all realize, he start complaining long ago About that strikers. we don't even have strikers. Now, the responsibility of a coach is to turn footballers into good footballers. Look, Manchester United, how many times have they not changed their coach? The board is, no, listen to me, the board is still intact. Talk to them. How many times have they changed their coach? Look, some of us know how to resign. Take a penny. I've done it before. Those who are crying around, they can never run this club. We've tried them before. So if you are talking about hassle, you should know that we know we have a responsibility. And we, should, we are going to make sure that we, we perform and perform well. i ask you a simple question. Go and check Manchester United. After changing the coach, they change the board of directors. Or Tottenham. Hearts of Oak lost to Diana FC in their previous encounter and are set to face Asante Kotoko in the Super Clash on Sunday. The sooner these public outbursts are resolved, the better it will be for the team. You only need someone with this experience.
colleague Harina Mubarak with that report. Now, uh, Nigeria striker Victor Simen has been crowned the Italian Footballers Association Player of the Year for his sterling performance for Napoli last season. Uh, the Super Eagle star was presented with the award on Monday night after helping his side win their first league title in 33 years. Now, Simen scored 26 year goals in the uh, past season, uh, just ended season, breaking George Weah's record as the highest scoring African in the Italian top flight in the process. Now, uh, the former Lille and Wolfsburg striker became the first African to ever win the award, joining the likes of Zlatan Ibrahimovic, uh, Andre Pello, Cristiano Ronaldo, last year's winner, Rafael Leao, as recipient of the prize. Well, as he meant himself, he's been hit by injury this season, but the 24-year-old has got six goals in 10 league games, having returned to action for Walter Mazzari's side as a substitute in the win against Atlanta on November 25. Well, with the award uh, following his eighth-place finish in the 2023 Men's Ballon d'Or, the striker will hope to become the first Nigerian player to claim the Confederation of African uh, Football Men's Player of the Year trophy since former Arsenal forward Wanko Kano did so in 1999. Now, to the English Premier League now, and Manchester United manager Eric Ten Hag has dismissed suggestion he has a split dressing room, saying he and his squad are together. The club are seventh in the Premier League and bottom of the Champions League group, but the Dutchman said some of his side's recent victories would have been impossible if the camp was not united. He's been speaking ahead of the club's game against Chelsea on Wednesday. Of course, man, they're always in every team. Uh, players who are not of less playing, they are less happy, but not different as, as normal. Uh, and such tensive fields is you need that, and uh, they have to take for it. They wait for the chance, and they can come. But no, there are no issues. I listen always to my players, and I give them always the opportunities to tell. And if um, the players have a different opinion, of course I will listen, but it, they haven't told me, or yeah, maybe one or two, eh, but it's about, so in general, eh, so the majority, eh, they want to play like this, proactive, dynamic, uh, brave, that is what they want, and uh, you can see the players are behind it because of the performances against Everton. Galatasaray, and uh, we are really improving. Eh? As you see that goal, do you think that you can make a goal like we did against Everton eh? if the players didn't embrace it? What do you think? Uh, of course, there are a lot of rumors about uh, strategic review, uh, but it's not that we get distracted from it. Uh, we are uh, on the journey, on the route. Uh, we know we are still in transition. But we are in the wrong, or we are in the right direction, and you see it, eh, like how we construct the team, how we develop the team, how the team is progressing, how, in, how young players coming in, uh, and you see the potential, how they can contribute uh, to a very successful Manchester United for the future. Now, Roman Osman is a sports journalist. He's based in England, and he's been following this story very closely. He joins me via Zoom for some more insights into this 
uh, very situation at Manchester United. Roman, thank you so much for making time with us tonight. Um, just help us appreciate, I mean, what is happening in the club, in Manchester United at the moment, for which, you know, reason all of these stories uh, seems to be, uh, you know, arising out of the club? Um, that's a really good question. Um, kind of really hard to answer, but so many bad things are happening for starters. United are enduring their worst ever start to a Premier League season since they last were relegated. They've lost 10 of their 21 um, games so far this season. Their Champions League fate is out of their hands. What it means is that they need to win the final game and hope that the other results go in their way. And normally what, when that happens, a lot of people in the club are not happy. Mm -hmm. There's been issues of discipline, starting with last season when Cristiano had to leave the club. This season, there's a Jordan, Jordan Sancho issue. They tried as much as possible to ship up a lot of players who they didn't want to use. In the end, he's had to go back to them. Classical example is Harry Maguire, who he didn't want at some point in time. And now he's the pillar, uh, the pillar stone of which he uses. So clearly, the results haven't been as much as good as they would have wanted. And then issues out of the pitch has also been a lot of trouble. But that's United, like Ten Hag said in that clip you played earlier on. Every club has those things, and the challenges are that he needs to turn it quickly. As someone rightfully said, he's on ice. He's banning journalists from press conferences. The leakages are beginning to come in when, when, when agents and players are beginning to leak information to the press on how this joint the, train, um, the, the dressing room is. It normally doesn't end with the manager, but... I mean, the game tomorrow is, is going to tell us where everybody is. He's adamant that the players want to play for him. He's adamant that the players are with him. He cited the example of the Galatasaray game where they scored a brilliant goal. And when mistakes at the back that meant they couldn't win that game. I thought they didn't have to win it. But that will come telling us tomorrow when they take on Chelsea at Old Trafford. Having in mind that Chelsea have not won at Old Trafford since 2013. In 2013, Arsenal University of London. Interesting there. But, I mean, Roman, you've seen, you know, similar scenario. I mean, at Chelsea, such things have happened before. You know, there was a case of Rafael Benitez. Wendy's Peppermint Frosty and Frosty Cream Cold Brew make the perfect gift for anyone in your life. Especially for you. Yeah. This year, you're sitting on your own lap and getting yourself what you want. Finally. And now, every day this season, unlock 20% off your total when you get any small, medium, or large Frosty in the Wendy's app. So order something from your own wish list this year. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's with app offer and registration. Applies to menu items only. Taxes and fees excluded. Take as little as three minutes to see if you could save on motorcycle insurance with Progressive. Come on, you've spent more time than that debating your accessories. Could use some new riding gloves. Guess I'll go with black leather again. Ah, it just seems so basic. Wait, what if I did white leather? People be like, hey, this guy's different. Or they might be like, hey, this guy looks like a butler. Yeah, okay, black leather it is. Get a quote in as little as three minutes at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. For instance, and at Chelsea, yeah. it's quite easy to predict, you know, the end of a coach when such things begin to happen. Yeah. I might just United, you know, it hasn't been too quite obvious you know, but you haven't observed similar situation. What will be your prediction relative to the future of Eric Ten Hag at Manchester United? Do you think the board is going to continue to back him and he's going to continue to get the time he so much 
is asking for to fix things at the club, or we just might see him exiting the club. May it's a really difficult. I mean, it's hard because one point is that last season when Ten Hag came, the signs were clear that he was improving the team. United finished third in the Premier League. They go back to Champions League. They had made certain progress. They were beginning to play in a way where the fans wanted. Like Ten Hag also said in that press, a brave, progressive football that was daring and brought the best out of them. The biggest problem now for the owners to make is that they've invested a lot of money on a lot of big players. Sancho, for example, Anthony Anada, Andrew Nana Anada. And it's quite really hard to see where the progress has been this season. That's where the problem is. There are other people who believe that the problem is not the manager, but the players. That since Ferguson, there's been a culture and the standards has dropped. When Cristiano came there, easily he found out that some of the players were intending out to training at some time. If you get paid maybe millions to play football, you're lucky. The least you can do is turn up for work on time. A lot of players were intending up on time. And that was a big problem. That's standards. You work at Joy FM. If you're supposed to report at 7 a.m., you've got to be there at 7 a.m. And you get paid nothing compared to the millions they get paid. So that's easily standards. When you're on the pitch, you get to play for the best club in the world. Maybe the best club in the world. You've got to give it 100%. And a lot of players don't give this 100%. So you can keep recycling the manager. But if the culture and the standards is not at the level desired for a club like United, mm. so it's quite difficult. And that's where they have to make the call. Ten Hag has his blames. I mean, I would normally play, example, Luxor as a left centre half. Because if you play a left back as a left centre half, he might be very good at, at that position, but he, that's not his natural home. So the speed of the ball, the speed of his thinking, the way he moves from that position, it's not as swift as if he's playing in his natural position. I wouldn't play Rashford on the right-hand side because he wants to play on the left-hand side. But these are decisions he's taken. He's made some some calls that haven't landed very well. But it's, it's, it's just a complementary of different, different challenges. And United are back exactly where Mourinho said they will be somebody needs to take hold of the club and say this is manchester united we need to go back to the basics get the right man if ten hag is not the right man mm. pick him out but bring in somebody bring in players who want to play for the club the the, the fact that people like uh, clubs like liverpool are doing very well it's not because they necessarily have the best players mm. but everybody is pulling in the right direction from the board to the manager to the players Clearly, that's not a United, and that's what's got to change. So if it's the manager, he's got to go. If it's the players, they've got to find a way of shipping them out and then finding a final solution. Because my United has been a joke in the last 10 years. Mm. Interesting. Uh, Ramal, let's just wrap up with the game tomorrow. Chelsea uh, seem to have found their rhythm a bit. The win against Brighton was decent for them, especially coming from that heavy loss in Newcastle. My United themselves, they'll be hoping to turn you know, their season around a bit and at least avoid a three-game, you know, winless run and possibly avoid Chelsea uh, finally breaking that history at Old Trafford. I mean, just give me a little preview of the game tomorrow. What should we expect in that exciting fixture? Yeah, it's, it should be an interesting game. I think that for all the crises that we've just highlighted about United, United are about four or five points still ahead of Chelsea, and, yeah, and, yeah, and, and so that's quite a significant number of points given 
both have played 14 games. But you, you're right, Chelsea moved from crisis mode when they lost to Newcastle to promising when they won against Brighton. And credit to them because they played against Brighton the entire second half with a man down. And that's not easy to do against a very fluid team like Brighton. But um, tomorrow presents a different challenge. Chelsea normally don't win at Old Trafford, but they would never get a good chance to win at Old Trafford with United's house on fire. Mm. Like I rightfully said, they haven't won there since I was still a university student, but they've never won there and everybody is in crisis at the moment. So Mauricio Pochettino said to us in the press conference a few earlier, uh, and uh, for him, Ten Hag is a good manager. The last time he faced Ten Hag was when they met in the Champions League semi-final. That, then Pochettino was the manager of Tottenham, and Ten Hag was the manager of Ajax, and he's looking forward to meeting him again since that, uh, since that time. A lot has happened, but I think tomorrow Chelsea have a good opportunity to get their fourth away wins of the season. They've won three of their last four away matches. They've won our home at Stamford Bridge only twice in the last 15 games. But they will never get a better opportunity to win at Old Trafford because I feel that United are vulnerable at the back. They're not confident in front. There's a lot of talk about the manager. And Chelsea are beginning to have important players take important roles. Enzo Fernandez was signed for almost... Maybe 100 million plus yeah. scored against Brighton twice. Kaiside is beginning to find form. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Jackson has scored six goals. He's got two assists. Ooh. Raheem Sterling is Raheem Sterling. So I think at some point it will come together and it could start at Old Trafford. Roman, thank you so much. We appreciate your time on uh, Prime Sports tonight. Roman Osman, uh, based in London over there. Well, look forward to the game tomorrow. But that's all we have for you on Prime Sports tonight with Mirazak Musbao. Wait to see the outcome.